Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Thank you for joining us today. Today, our topic, well, first of all, I have a really special guest in the studio with me. We call her Miss D. She is a receptionist for um, our home health care agency that happens to be housed in the same building where my office is. So I get to see her often here in Dublin, Ohio. And I'll tell you a little story about um, how I came to be employed by this company and how Miss D played a role in that here in a minute. But our topic is going to be about being brave and getting the medical help that you need when you get older. Miss D recently had a knee replacement. Is that right? The right knee replace. The right knee. And you need them both replaced? Yes. So what what are you waiting on on the left knee? Well, I was trying to give the right one enough time to really heal up, and it has. Okay. So it probably will be in the fall. When did you have the right knee done? Uh, The latter part of October of last year. Okay, and so October of last year, and we're in June right now. Yeah, so it might be October of this year. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you were thinking about a year apart, Mm -hmm. and I know from being around you that you needed that surgery for quite a while. Oh, yes. And why did you keep putting that decision off? You know, I don't really know why I kept putting it off. Um, well, let me let me back up. I do know different things would occur in the family. So then I'd put mine on the back burner uh-huh. and take care of whatever needs to be done. And then finally, I decided, no, I need to have this done with coercion from my eldest daughter, <laughs> who is an administrator at OSU. It's the eldest daughter, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So she... She encouraged you. Yeah. Now, we should tell our listeners, how old are you, Misty? I am 84. I'll be 85, thankfully, in, so you're 80, on September 23rd of this year. 84 and a little more than a half. Yes. <laughs> as, right. as we used to say when we were kids, nine and a half, right, yeah. going on 10. And you work full time. Mm-hmm. I do. As a receptionist. Mm-hmm. For our company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to tell them the story of, of how I met you. So five and a half, six years ago, when I came to apply for a job here, you were the receptionist. And I was super nervous. I think it was my, oh, it was my second interview. So I knew I was, I'd already met with um, an owner and I was meeting with a VP of ops. And so I knew that I had a chance and you were there at the front desk, and you were so kind. And just your kindness was just so calming to me. And I left, and I liked the VP of Ops very much. Um, she's my sidekick these days. But I thought to myself, any company that would employ that woman, now why are you tearing up? That's just the way she is. She, You, you can't understand her beautiful spirit on the radio or, or on the air, but she's just an incredibly magnificent woman. And she shows all of us so much love every single day. How do you do that? I don't know. I, I guess I inherited that from my grandmother and my aunt. You know, they all, they're just that way, you know. We're family and, and they encourage 
everybody to love each other and to take care of one another yeah. you know, and, and you, your neighbors. You take care of us. You never forget a birthday. And, I try and not to. One thing I really have missed during this whole COVID-19 thing is we always get hugs and kisses from you. Yeah. Every time we come in the office, I miss that too. and we haven't been able to do that for quite a while. I know elbow. we're bumping elbows. That ain't the same woman. I need a kiss. Yeah. Um, coming soon, hopefully. Yeah. Right, coming soon. Maybe we will. We'll get through this sooner than later. But we, I think, we still have a ways to go. When you say speaking of birthdays, today is Lisa Brown's birthday. Lisa Brown's birthday. Who's my sidekick now? Right, that VP of Ops See? that I was, I was telling you about. So hopefully, Lisa will hear this we love you lisa happy birthday to you um and that's misty she never misses a beat (laughs) never never misses an opportunity um and you do make all of us feel so loved and so appreciated thank you i appreciate that well we appreciate you thank you and i hope you never retire but i know someday you might (laughs) right maybe have you thought about that i've given it some thought but you know each day with all of this stuff going on and with all of my grandkids and great grands out there doing different things. And I have a granddaughter that's in law school. You know, she she got a doctorate and now she's in law school. So we're trying to see her through. Uh-huh. You know? So we'll see. We'll see. All mm-hmm. right. Well, it'll be a sad day for us, but a, a well-earned day for you if you ever do retire. Thank you. But I know you like working mm-hmm. and we, we love having you here. So... You needed this knee replacement, Mm -hmm. and you put it off for a while because you're putting everybody else in front of you, which is kind of what we all do, Mm -hmm. right? Our needs go to the back burner. But it finally got to a point where you said, I got to do this. Mm -hmm. How was it? Was it scary? Was it painful? Was it long? Was it quick? How did it actually go when you when you went to have the procedure, the thing was, I as I said, my daughter encouraged me. She said, "Mother, you need to go on and get it done," and it was giving me a little bit more pain than normal. Uh huh. And so my doctor, uh, he's in New Albany, uh, said, "You know, I'm not pushing you. I'm not making you come in or anything. You'll know when to come." Uh-huh. You'll know when you need the surgery. When you can when you when can it no hurts hard put it off. enough, you'll want it. And so yeah. I called him and and he scheduled it and um even that day when I went in, it was giving me some problems. And on the table there in the operating room in New Albany, his office is in New Albany. Uh-huh. And they were great. I mean, from the admission uh, the people that received me, the people that waited on me. And and you talk about people don't like hospital food. That was like eating in a restaurant at that New Albany hospital. <laughs> okay. That's where I was. So you had a great experience. I had, my experience was fantastic. The doctor was fantastic. Obviously, he was very good. Uh-huh. And the assistance that I had after the surgery was fine. I had some physical therapy there. They were all good. Everybody that I encountered with at that hospital was just on top of it. Because we told them, you better treat her right. (laughs) We're going to come and get you. (laughs) We didn't. We didn't tell them that. But we sure are glad that you had a beautiful experience. What was your recovery period like? How long before you were back on your feet? My recovery period, I was actually, um, I did uh, uh, about... Six weeks 
of, of just physical therapy. Uh-huh. And then when I came back to work, I still was going to the, I, I didn't have physical therapy at home. Okay. I went to the physical therapy. You did outpatient office. therapy. Right. It was outpatient. Uh-huh. And I think that was a good thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it made you get up, get out sure. and move. And the doctor, he said, you need to keep moving that knee. He said, you're not going to hurt the knee. You know, you just need to keep moving it. Yeah. And he would hit on it and, and <laughs> did every, <laughs> massage it and it, it didn't hurt. So uh-huh. I started doing that. And so I would go and. After I came back to work, and I think at the first of the year, I had physical therapy for another four weeks. And I okay. went twice a week. Mm. So my physical therapy was the key to really getting well and doing well. Yes. You know? And just so our audience understands, you do outpatient physical therapy when you're not homebound. Right. And when you have transportation, you're able to get out. But if you are homebound, and that really isn't contingent upon transportation all around, it's a medical um, sort of condition that we're talking about, then you would get physical therapy through a home health care agency. Right. Right. Um, and you were fortunate enough to be able to do the outpatient piece. But as you say, it was the physical therapy that pushed you towards recovery. Right. And you're glad you did it. Yes. I'm, I'm, I don't think if I had not had the physical therapy, I would be doing as well as I'm doing yeah. now. And um, I was fortunate enough to have two daughters that would, you know, take off their work schedule to take me. And then get me back home. Yeah. So we, we scheduled all of my physical therapy appointments around their time. And doesn't that make the point that we need supportive, loving families? I'm not surprised that yeah. your family is supportive and loving because, what do they say, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree? Well, thank you. But they, they were they were yeah. there for the whole time. They were there during, they took me to the the. the uh, surgery Mm -hmm. they were there during the surgery and and different ones some the grandkids and the daughters all took time spending the night with me even oh yeah they took good care it was really nice now you've got another knee yeah that's hurting you yeah is it starting to create a lot of pain well the other knee right now it gives me pain only it seems like it jumps out of socket (laughs) oh and so when i get up when i stand up i have to stand for a minute and let it Sort of work its way back. Got you. And that hurts a little bit. Yeah. But then once it gets there, then I can move on it. But I know it should be done too soon. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's so scheduled. You, so you got to take care of yourself no matter how old you are, right? Right. You do. You, you got to yeah. keep doing it. Self-care. And fortunately, I have insurance and, and that's important. You know, you got to have insurance to have some of these things done. So, yes, uh, I feel sorry for those who don't. Absolutely. And, and need to have that uh type of surgery or yes. any kind of surgery for that matter. Indeed. Know. So if you're listening and you're putting off a surgery, even though it's elective, it can be a life changer in terms of quality of life. Right. Miss D did it. She got brave and made it happen with a little help from a little encouragement from your family. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And you don't regret it. It was no. a good thing. It was a good decision. Right. It, it was so good that I'm, I'm not afraid to, to do the other one. You know, and because the right one went so well, you know, whenever he schedules it, that's when I'll go. You'll be there. Yeah. Well, that's the simple message we want to leave our listeners with. Be brave. Take good care of yourself. You're worth it and you won't regret it. That's true. 
Thank you for listening. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back. Till next time.